0: There's a famous Midrash brought in this week's parasha. The Midrash tells the story of Rav Yanai. Rav was sitting in his home and learning and he, heard, he hears a salesman walking in the streets offering his wares. And what's the salesman offering to sell? Says the Midrash. As he's going through the streets of Tiberia, and he's saying, Man boyay chayay. Man, buy Who wants to buy life? Who wants life? Obviously, someone selling an elixir of life generates interest, and people came running to hear what the salesman had to sell. Raviana also wanted to know what's this potion for life, and he calls in the salesman. Come, show me what you have to sell. And the salesman says to him. Raviyanai, people like you don't need what I have to sell. But nevertheless, Raviana brings him in. And he asks the salesman to demonstrate what does he have to sell that grants knife. And the salesman opens up a pa- uh, to him. And the salesman points to a pasuk. And the pasuk says, Who is the person who wants life? He loves his days and he wants to see good. And the pastor continues, protect your tongue from nationara. your lips from speaking falsehood. There you have it. Who is the person who wants life? And how does Rav Yanai respond to what the salesman has just shown him? Rav Yanai is amazed. He says, Call Yomai. I've learned this pasuk. My entire life I learned this pasuk. And I never understood it until the salesman came to explain it to me. That's the Majrash. And I'd like to add, an observation to this midrash. It's a well known midrash. And I would say, I've never understood this midrash. What did the t- salesman teach Raviana that he didn't already know? What great depth did he show him in the pasuk, which isn't self evident? Raviana had seen the pasuk before. Who's the person who wants to live? So, guard your tongue from Lashanara. So, what did the salesman add? What did Raviane learn now that he hadn't known previously? Before I suggest an answer to the Midrash, I want to share with you a tremendous principle. We know that this world is a battleground, we know that there are the opposite forces, competing forces of good and of evil, and they locked in a struggle. But we think of it as being similar to a physical battle. In a physical battle, if you have two armies lined up against facing each other, what happens? One army decides to attack. The second army, Either they get defeated, they lose ground. Or, if they're stronger, then they can withstand the attack. They can repel it. So by attacking, either the first army will achieve something, they'll get further, or they'll be repelled. and They'll remain where they were before. And same thing, when the second side counter-attacks, the same options are possible. Either they'll be victorious and gain territory, score a victory, or they'll also be repelled and return to where they were before. And people think, tend to think of the war between good and bad in the same terms. When a person has opportunity to do mitzvahs, chesed, stalker taira, so if a person uses the opportunity, he grows, he goes forward, and if a certain manages to prevent him doing a mitzvah, so so to speak, that growth has been stopped, and he remains where he was, and same thing the reverse. If a person has the, being tempted by the, the Zorah to do an Avera, if he gives in and sins, then he goes down the level. He becomes Tommy. He loses grounds. And if he's strong and withstands temptation, so we think of it, he didn't lose. He is where he was. But the M is it's not like that. It's much deeper. And that is, in the struggle between good and bad, it works both ways. If a person has the opportunity to grow, the opportunity to do a mitzvah, and he does it, he's victorious, he's taken a step forward. He's grown to a higher level. But if the Yata manages to prevent him and he doesn't use the opportunity for growth, it's not just that he remained where he was. The koyak of Ra gains from that. The Koyach of Ra gains an advantage because of the missed opportunity. And same thing the other way around. If a person is confronted with the opportunity to do Nevera, the temptation arises and he falls, so the army of Ra gets an extra strength. But if he's victorious, and if he manages to withstand the temptation, then the Ra loses. Then the person gains. And therefore, on both sides, there's going to be, on each situation, someone who gains and someone who loses. It's never just a, qu- a case of blocking, so to speak, the attack of the enemy and remaining where you are. Where do we see this? And afterwards, let's explain why it is like that. Where do we see this? We see the Gemara says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could forgive the three cardinal sins, Avodah Zara, and murder. V'loi viter HaKadosh Baruch Hu al-oven Betul Torah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu would not be better on Avera Betul Torah. Betul Torah isn't just the loss of opportunity to learn. When even on a battle Torah. So that, that, that's a avarah. That gives a certain strength to the other side. And now we hear these words. Let's listen to what Yitzchak Ovinu tells Esau. When Esau asks for a bracha and Yitzchak tells him, I'm sorry, I've given the brachas to Yaakov. I have no further bracha to give you. But he says to him, But... There's a struggle between you and Yaakov. As long as, as the voice of Yaakov is heard in the best medrash, the hands of Esau remain silent. They have no strength to act. But when there's a lack of the voice of Yaakov, then the hands of Esau become powerful. And if you listen carefully, it's not that Klai Yisrael did to give Ase of strength. It's the lack of the Kol Yaakov. It's the Bittel Torah that gives Ase of strength. Why? Why is it like that? Here we see this idea. On the one hand, a person's ability to learn is his ability to grow. And if he uses it, so then it's an advance, a victory for Kiddusha. But on the other hand, if the Yetzirah manages to prevent him learning, then that's where it gets strength from. Why is it like that? Why is it like that? We know, spoke about this in other shirim. And in order to acquire Torah, a person has to invest something. In order to acquire Torah, a person has to pay with something. And what's the investment the person has to give in order to acquire Torah? He has to invest life. To learn Torah takes time. Ya Yeshiva. It takes years of the years of diligence to become a Tamakachim. And there's no other way. What a person invests into Torah is the time Hashem gave him, but you should not Rabbi say it's the very best investment because a person is always spending time. There's no way for a person to stop spending time, and therefore, if a person is anyway using up the capital, spending his time, so what's he going to spend his time on? A person who spends his time on Torah, uses it for something greater, acquires with his Torah a higher level. But if a person wastes his time, he spends the commodity Hashem gave him on other things, then the potential life which that time could have created by being time for Torah and creating the marve the spiritual life of Torah that they could have been channeled into, and instead, instead it was squandered, it was wasted on other things. It was time which was killed. And then the Koyakh of that time goes to the Reh. This latent spiritual energy which there was in time, if misused, gives Koyakh to Reh. That's on the one side. On the other side we see a similar concept. When the Satan wants to be Mahshad of the person, The satan wants to make him do an avarah. So if he's is then the satan can gain from that. A certain amount of the bracha, of the life of the of that person was receiving from Hashem, the satan can now latch into and siphon away from him. But if a person is victorious and a person manages to withstand the temptation, then he takes something back from the satan let's explain what can a person take back on the one hand the sultan is very powerful he's the accuser which presents all the actions people do in front of usha. and he demands justice he demands punishment. but there's a big problem the satan has a tremendous disadvantage. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to listen to Lashon Hara. And all the satan can do is slander people. Come and present to the Basin Shlomala all the bad that they've done. If Hashem is not willing to listen to Lashon Hara, then the satan has nothing to say. Says Uzziah, what gives the opportunity to the satan to speak? To accuse, to demand punishment. What gives them the opportunity to do that is when people speak Lashon Hara. The Melekaneged if people listen to Lashon Hara, in the Melekaneged Midah, the Basin Shamana, will accept what the satan is to say as well. But if people will stand that temptation, they don't speak Lashon Hara, they don't hear Lashon Hara, then in a similar vein, the sultan's mouth will be silenced. He has what to say. He has what to accuse us. But he's not allowed to talk. The sultan only gains power from what he can take from Kla Yisrael. And to do that, he needs to be able to accuse Kla Yisrael. And if he isn't given the opportunity to open his mouth, then he isn't given the opportunity to take away from what Yisrael has. And therefore, the Satan needs people to speak Lashon Hara. He comes to tempt them. Because if he gets them to be Nikshal, and he gets them to speak Lashon Hara, now he has the opportunity to go and malign Klai Yisrael in front of the Besuch in But on the other hand, he's taking a risk. Because if people are stronger than him, and they keep quiet, they don't speak Gashon hara, and they're going to keep him quiet too and then he has nothing to gain, he has nothing to ask for because he isn't allowed to malign the Jewish people and therefore by withstanding the temptation to do avera, a person's taking a tremendous victory over the Ra the Koyach of Ra loses tremendously from that And there's a second point over here. The person gains from it. From not speaking Hashanah, the person gains a tremendous amount. Because all the Chaim he takes back from the Satan he gets instead. The Gemara says on the Pasuk, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Rests the world on Blimoth, says Chazal, on Mi boilim piv. A person who knows how to put brakes on his mouth. A person knows how to remain silent. The schus for that is the merit which can hold the whole world. Same thing as a Midrash brought by the Vilnagun. I'll rega vrega verega choy piv. For every second that a person keeps his mouth quiet. He zayche lo'or she'en kol malach yachol he deserves a reward that no malach can appreciate how great it is. Reward doesn't just come from fulfilling mitzvah say, The fact that a person doesn't do wrong withstands temptation is a way to get reward. And we'll see a Gemara. The Gemara says, if a person was Nichshal what Shuvah can he do? Says the Gemara in Erkhin, you should learn to more Torah. Because, what heals the speech is the Torah. The understanding is that if a person didn't speak Lashon he already has that life. It's only if he spoke Lashon now he needs to do something. To restore that life, he has to learn more Torah. And we see this way back before. We see this in Ganadin. Before Adam was Nechshal, he didn't need to eat from the Etzachayim. He had life. When Adam Arishan was Nechshal and his sons, he lost life. Now there's a potential he'll take the Etzachayim to get it back again. Had Adam withstood temptation, that would have guaranteed him life. That would have been the destruction of the Raya as well. And therefore we understand literally, when the pasuk says biyada loshan, life and death is by the tongue, and so referring to lashon it doesn't just mean death is by the tongue. If a person speaks lashon hara, life is on the tongue also. If a person doesn't speak lashon hara, that's a reason to get life. He takes back the life from the sultan, and that's a reason for him to get more life. And with this understanding. Let's go back and explore the past we mentioned. If we look at the whole paragraph in the Tehillim, it says three things. Who is a person who wants life? Number one. He loves his days. Number two. Lir If he wants to see good. Number three. And corresponding to that, Dawir al makes three requirements of a person. Nitsar chameira, Guard your lips from Rosh your mouth from speaking falsehood, number one. Asay tov, do good, number two. Bake Shalom, very fair, chase after peace, number three. Rav Yana understood, it's three for three. If a person wants to oyev a person loves his days, a person wants life, asay tov, do good. A positive mitzvah results in positive reward. A person wants Lira's Tov to see good. But shalom. We know that the way to get bracha is by shalom. A person looks for more shalom, his way to get more good. And the first point Mia Isha a person loves his life the way of Yana understood it. You don't want to lose life? So then, guard your tongue, because if you're not going to guard your tongue, you're going to lose life. What did the roachel teach him? Imagine the scene. Somebody walking the streets. I have the elixir of life, and people come running to see what does he have to sell. And what does he do? He takes out a vial of potion of poison. He says, "You see this poison?" If you drink it, you'll die. What are we going to say to that Reichel? We're going to say, you didn't sell us life. You told us poison shortens life. Don't drink poison. But that's not giving us something. You're selling life. We have life. You're just warning us something will take it away from us. The Reichel said, I'm selling life. Man boyay khaya, who wants to buy life? And if that's the case, he was saying something else. The Pshat in the Pasuk isn't if a person wants, doesn't want to lose their life. They shouldn't speak Ra. The Pshat in the Pasuk is also positive. If a person wants more life, he's he wants more life, then Shmiras lashon is a way to gain more. I'm selling you life. Like we saw before. Withstanding of there is a way to gain life. Says Rav Yanai. That's a depth I never saw previously. Man boyay khaya, A person wants life. This is a way to gain life. And it's to us also. There's a way to gain life by doing a setov. There's a way to gain life by doing more mitzvahs. By learning more Torah. That's the that etz But there's also a way to gain life. By withstanding a there's also a way to gain life by watching one's math, As the Vilna Gon said, I'll call rega barrega. For every second that a person can do that, he's zeichel He gets a tremendous reward that no malach can fathom. And therefore, for the person who's chafetz chayim, who wants to buy the elixir of life, the roichel teachers, there's one way. We told guy, it's not necessary for people like you. Someone learning Torah has another way to get the elixir of life. But there's a second also. A person who doesn't speak Lashonara. That's also a way to gain life.